Well, I just had to check recording. I just had to stop in and uh, have a cup of coffee here with you. I really appreciate you joining in, listening, interacting, reaching out, having a cold coffee that has been just brewing all day. Um, hardly had coffee today and just doing a lot of things that need to be done. And now I'm kind of onto the techie stuff. And I thought I'd come in here and include you and make this a life segments episode as we're transitioning, as I'm thinking about what I want to follow through on um, promises I've made to you, the listeners and really just introspecting on the way that I'm, I've done a lot of, um, I've done a couple of private anchor journaling sessions over the past week. Um, sometimes that happens in WhatsApp when I'm sharing links and copying links or WhatsApp journaling with voice and, uh, all that kind of stuff. And then other times it happens here on the podcast platform, which I've seen a lot of changes. It's been a long time since the platform has changed and it has changed from anchor to podcasters. Isn't that crazy? So if you've not been around as long as I have, maybe it's kind of shocking to see some of these changes, but it's a cool the integration to Spotify that we're seeing as much as I was really worried about it for a while and really wasn't sure what was going to happen. I had a feeling some of these new changes were going to come. Some of the new features were going to become like formatting changes for those of us who create and who have been used to creating an audio, who are now going to be creating in multiple formats and all that kind of stuff. Um, the episode will be coming. I'm kind of waiting for some finalizations on what's happening first um, because I'm kind of more into just updating you with new insights right now. Um, those of you who have stayed in touch with me, who have inboxed me, DM'd me, emailed me, have really needed these insights. So we're going to do an affirmation right now because I want to really get this right. I did the private kind of a journal in this format, in this uh, platform, but I left that as a kind of a private thing because I wanted to refine it for you here. And in this affirmation, we're going to be discovering your needs in friendships, relationships, systems, because these are the ways that we interact every day. And then I'm going to get into the personal side, the story, the um, the reasons why I've started to reflect more and the things that have happened that I can uh, point to, kind of using my own experience as a reference for you to see the details, see the differences, notice the changes, etc. So... In this affirmation, 
Um, I do more of these guided kind of affirmations. I do kind of empowerment things. It's been a while since I've done them and I've done them before. More kind of affirmations of empowerment. And uh, I do them every once in a while when I want to emphasize a point that you could be thinking about. And so close your eyes and take a deep breath. And whether you're repeating out loud, if you're in that in your own environment where you can, or if you're listening on headphones and you need to repeat it in your mind or whisper it, whatever works for your environment right now, time and place, I totally understand. I've listened and been through experiences with others virtually in all kinds of environments, so I get it. So, But I want you to somehow repeat back to me this affirmation. I deserve... people in my life who will support, reciprocate, and show up. I deserve people in my life who will support, reciprocate, and show up. In good times and in bad, They will show up for me and I will show up for them. In good times and in bad, they will show up for me and I will show up for them. If I have no one, I deserve this, more importantly, beginning with self. Repeat that last one. If I have no one, I deserve this, more importantly, beginning with myself. So that's the affirmation. Definitely going to point you to the show notes for a really deep episode by actualize.org. The latest one, I'm really happy that he did an episode like this because um, in a lot of ways I've learned to think for myself and I've learned where I might disagree with him in a healthy way where I'm not so cult-like that I agree with everything he says, but that I totally understand where he's coming from and totally respect his decisions to do the things that he does in the way that he does it and have no desire to judge um, somebody that I'm just kind of watching and learning from um, and yet also have no desire to judge the self, myself, and watching him. And so this episode talks about gaslighting. I think we've all been guilty of maybe blaming others for doing this. Or we've even felt like we've been gaslighting. Maybe we've done some gaslighting ourselves unintentionally. But it's a really deep look at how that we're just really all living in our own reality. We're all living in our own paradigm. Maybe multiple paradigms that make up a reality. And how there's, you know, intentional and abusive ways that people might want to trick you. But that most of the time people really do feel emotions and feelings and thoughts that they have around whatever it is and they don't mean to gaslight and that we shouldn't really accuse people of this lightly or we shouldn't even gaslight ourselves and so he gets very deep into this um and then in the show notes i have a a quote that is talking about friends and this quote goes something like Somebody inboxes to me 
on Facebook, and it goes something like, in good times, you learn who you are, and in bad times, you learn who your friends are. And this really sparked, like, I really got to do an episode, at least in in a couple days, because this is really important to understand. I've had, like, two, three friends now. One I didn't really know too well anyway, and that was kind of on me, not really worried about it. The other two or three, um, maybe four, if you count it, um, have turned on me based on kind of how they've watched my life go, how uncomfortable it makes them, have turned on kind of my family. But there's been a couple of friends that have been extremely open arms towards my family and I that didn't know us and have acted like, have treated us like we're family the way that you would expect those that have known you a long time to treat you kind of thing. But they totally just never made us feel like strangers at all. Never made us feel unimportant. In fact, probably prioritized us over their own health a little too much to where like I was starting to worry about them and are they taking care of their health over worrying about us kind of thing. Made us feel completely welcome in our in this town and in our life decision to be here and without them we wouldn't even be here. And so the one I've talked about um, has actually, we've been very busy and very tired from the move we're making. And um, I don't have like a lot of females that I trust in life like consistently, but you know, she's very different because she took our family in. And um, we had been a little on the very tired, like half busy, half tired side of life. And she had tried to reach out. And we kind of brushed it off a little bit at first. Like, you know, like I've, I'm in, I've definitely been guilty of this. I know I've razzed on this podcast about how wrong it is, but I've been guilty of doing it a little bit for like actual like life reasons and things like that. Just being tired and being busy at the same time. But what then she did was she was consistent and reached out to other people in order to help us along in um helping us to kind of get involved more and be and feel okay with everything and be and go in person with and be involved with everybody and it just was like it really hit me like a brick you know about this wake up call like why would we want to be the way that we were treated when It's nice to be reached out for when maybe you've done all the reaching out and then somebody finally does it with you. And sometimes you don't know how to act, but these these friends that turn on you, you know, they're uncomfortable with their own life and they're stuck and they want to stay stuck. And it's very important to realize how much you deserve people in your life that are reaching out that don't want to stay stuck that are open to change that are actually taking advice that you give them and pursuing interests that you encourage and the ideas that you give them 
And it, it's, it's people you never thought it would be in life. But, <clears throat> excuse me, there it is. And um, there's going to be ways that you might differentiate um, if you are having a bad time in your life and people are not as responsive as they were, think about why, you know, maybe you used to provide a lot of things for them and then now you're, you've been through a bad time and you don't anymore and really just focus on the reciprocal friends in your life, the reciprocal bonds that you have with others that are moving and active, the spiritual relationships with people. I've also really made the philosophical decision now. Um, and I'm going to do an episode on why we shouldn't tear down institutions necessarily. Um, I'm definitely going to do a philosophical episode on why we shouldn't tear down institutions because too many spiritual teachers, not all of them actually, one of my friends, actually, who's been very, very social with me over the years and who's been very supportive and helpful with me um, and this podcast and getting me kind of out there a little more um, when I've been in more of the social media kind of state in life and all that, they don't necessarily do this at all. And I'm happy to say that. I know them personally. But... Um, a lot of spiritual teachers and gurus like to tear down these institutions and I've been guilty of it in a way because it makes you feel like you're being unique and it's a trend. It's kind of trendy. There's a lot of gaps that institutions fill, hunger, housing, that like we wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for kind of institutions, church, our daughter's school, that kind of thing. And so... um I think we need to have options that allow us to break away our creativity out of institutions, but we need institutions, some kind of support systems that allows us to have a place to go in times of crisis, in times of just wandering around life and not knowing what to do, how you're going to get your next meal, that kind of thing, where you're going to live, where you're going to be putting your head in in the future. Uh, there needs to be kind of a um, just an understanding that until until we accept this, we can't really make changes. We can't add to these institutions the kind of creativity and spirituality that we want to see. And in fact, my church has really been and proven to be very open towards LGBT and has had empathy towards. Um, there was a man who admitted to being bisexual in front of everybody, and I was just waiting for people to kind of like chase him down, and it never happened. Everybody was really cool about it. There was a talk about transgenderism and like, let's not blame transgenderism for the problem because that's not it, uh, being very actual, actually logical and compassionate um, in the Bible study itself. And then there's been talk of how we've overly been 
we've overly judged. Um, LGBT, we've overly judged. Um, things that people go through, and we've overly judged each other in our community. And so it's really, really important to have this. It's really valuable that we understand these things. Um, and we're a very, very close-knit church, a very close-knit family. It really feels like it, like it's really started to feel like it now, especially after we've been like outreached towards. Um, and if it wasn't for them, we would not even be where we are today. So I'm just touched and blown away at the same time. Um, but I'm not one that says religion should be forced on anyone. I'm not even religious, really. I'm spiritual. And you can kind of do this without being too extreme and being able to mix your practices a little bit and understand Christ in this way. And coming, I'm kind of coming out of, I think within the episode on institutions, I'm coming out of extreme radical Buddhism because I've been extreme radical right wing, left wing, and I'm kind of coming out of extreme radical Buddhism where the practices may be really valuable, but it's very, very radical, um, the philosophy. And so I'll be doing an episode on this to really show you, because I never really got into the scriptures of Buddhism, but just more the philosophy and um, another, the scriptures. Luckily, I didn't get that deep into the rabbit hole that I wanted to entertain the Buddhism scriptures because I knew that it was kind of the the philosophy itself was a little bit too extreme. But I think some Buddhism is healthy, some Zen is healthy, Stoicism is really healthy. Um, and there are even sects of Buddhism like Akam, which is oneness philosophy, where it's more about like you're actually doing like synchronization and you're syncing up in meditation with others rather than trying to just isolate all the time. It's a very different kind of Buddhism and it intertwines with religion and spirituality as an option or even on its own. And I've been practicing those kinds of meditations, chakra dhyana and all that kind of stuff um, and guided soul sync kind of stuff. It's been really cool. Um, but Some of these rabbit holes get very, very um, just radical. And so I want to do an episode with talking about why I've made the decisions I've made, how it's impacted my own life and the logic behind it all. Um, it's going to be interesting as a look. I'm also going to be doing the techie related side. Um, I'm deciding on how I want to present Spotify for podcasters because I've seen the changes made. So I'm kind of deciding how do I want to, what parts do I want to do an episode on or am I just going to create a tech episode with productivity, podcasting, and operating system stuff? Am I just going to make an all-in-one tech, tech episode kind of deal? Um, so we're going to see how this will work. And um, and as we go through this, it's going to be very, very interesting. And I'm really excited to get 
continue the podcast. I am slowing down a little bit as to when I release episodes or how often I release episodes because I'm focused on my interpersonal relationships right now and I'm focusing on priorities of getting on our feet and getting, you know, continuing the changes that we're experiencing and really embracing that and living in the moment right now. And social media, I'm not really, I am checking in with people that have reached out and things like that. Um, I'm just not going all out there right now. I'm kind of keeping it small at the moment. I thought I would want to go all out, but not quite yet. I'm kind of really living in the moment right now. And so this podcast has always been about capturing this moment of insight with you. And I really appreciate you being here. So check out the show notes. Um, the quote, the video on gaslighting. If you'd really want a deeper philosophy, if you're having a hard time understanding why others are acting a certain way, maybe why yourself, why you're acting a certain way, you know, check out that episode. I'm definitely, and the way that I really see this, I've done an episode on salvation that explains it in a little more in depth, but the way that I really see this is Christ, God, you know, even like right-hand path, left-hand path, it's all kind of the same thing. And when we describe things that are, that are dark that we want to stay away from, you know, when people describe things like the devil and that kind of thing, I think what that is is human energy and human ego that has been corrupt and can create kind of a spirit of its own that um, can be very negative and very forceful in that way and kind of not holy or pure and that kind of thing. But it's more about that, and I've kind of came to that understanding. Um, but I don't think there's like two gods that are at war with each other. I've never really connected with that belief at all. Um, I think it's kind of like there's a god with many aspects. People think of it as many gods. Um, and I'm not really defensive towards for or against any of those beliefs because it all means the same thing. And I think if we come to that conclusion and not feel threatened by institutions with different beliefs, then, you know, we could probably be okay and less stressed out because it really is big when you're trying to say, like, what is the right religion? What is the right church? Um, How will this impact my way of thinking, will I be able to think for myself? Will my family be able to think for themselves? And that's really up to you. You can get any kind of benefits and make anything good if you want it to be good or bad if you want it to be bad and you need to get away from it. None of it's wrong, really. It's just how it works in your life. And I'm finding more of a hunger and more of a desire to be spiritual and to have places to go in person Health and wellness included, for sure. Um, Finding kind of more of the health and wellness centers um, with yoga and things like this. Ones that include kids. Not all of them include kids, by the way, but those that do include kids are the ones that I want to be a part of, like more family-oriented ones. So that because I support children learning spirituality, health, 
spiritual health and stress management. I support that for children. I don't think it should just be reserved for adults. Children have a lot of stress too. And they try to be there for their parents and they try. I've not only seen it with, you know, my own child who's done just absolutely great and she's brave and she has a very good school now and she's getting a very good education now. Like we had to fight and try different multiple schools and we're happy to say we just absolutely know that she is loving it every day now. We've had to fight that and it's been a lot of stress for her to go to schools that she don't like or be in situations where she's not enjoying her education, that kind of thing. And so, uh, but children have a lot on their plate and I think it makes adults uncomfortable to recognize and empathize with children. So one of the points that couple of the points that were made in the gaslighting video that I want to reference. Number one, not everybody, some people are over empathetic and over, he didn't say this word for word, but overly dramatic in their emotions. And sometimes it's not that anybody's trying to gaslight you. It's that you really are being emotional. You really are. And it really is all in your mind. And other times, not everybody that you know is capable of empathy because empathy takes a lot of work to maintain, to have. You have to actually think about others and not everybody really wants to or is capable of doing it. And it doesn't mean any kind of moral thing, but it's not everybody's capable of it and sometimes it damages any kind of friendships, relationships that people can have. And so that was a good point that he had made. Um, and he definitely made some points about extreme Buddhism because he had also kind of left extreme Buddhism in his work and takes the best parts of it Um that do work like the meditation and things like this. And so it's a really good video. It's a good guide for understanding relationships, I think. And it's nice to see Leo from Actualized get into talking about relationships and interactions because he hadn't been for a long time and his philosophy had just been really on how the mind works. But now it's on how the mind works within those relationships and interactions for a change, which is good because we have some kind of interactions in our lives that we want to understand. And so it's been nice. It doesn't feel like, like when I get a text from somebody kind of in my spiritual relationship when I get a text from her it doesn't feel like the one I've been talking about with with you on the podcast it doesn't feel like a chore it feels reciprocal to answer back it feels um connected in this way because I know that ultimately we're going to see each other in person and ultimately um she integrates very well with hanging out with the family and I think the goal 
ultimately should be that you're working, collaborating together. If it's virtual, it's, it should be because of distance. And if, uh, if people really feel comfortable with you, they will go out of their way to reach out and include you in person, even if you don't think that. So it's really, really cool to have that. And to have a true friend, a true female in life that can be really cool like that and very spiritual and very deep, as I've talked talk to you about. Because I, I do go deep in this podcast on my relationships and it's totally fine. And I think that we all, you know, can have that in our life in our own way. And so really just enjoying this time and really updating you. Um, so this really wasn't a life segments episode. It was more about capturing insight again, once again, as we do. And uh, I feel like there's more than just me here. I see it in the listening. Um, I see it in the interactions. So I really do appreciate it. Check out the show notes. That friendship quote will be there if you want to kind of look at it for your own life and introspection. And the actualized video will be there. And that'll be a very good guide for you in analyzing the way that you are in relationships and the way that your relationships are. And um, it it it's one of those episodes I can say that I wanted to do myself but he definitely made things very very clear a lot more clear back by doing it it was a very good reflective episode and I hope to do more deep episodes that have to do with relationships as well in kind of my own experience in my own original experience because the only thing that is original is experience I can't really say creativity is fully original or inspiration or any of that it's authentic and it's innovative but the only thing that i could ever say is original is experience and that's why storytelling and including story in your structured content is important and i'm refining my organizational systems within my own head within my own writing practices with google calendar and notion and apple notes and I'm going to be really doing that and working on that. And I could go on and on because, you know, I haven't been here in a while. And as I do these episodes, it has not quite been as often. It has not been quite as consistent on days of the week that I had set that I thought it would be. But I'm here and I, I'm kind of letting go. And I want to maybe even get into the Kanban planning that you'd see like on boards in different places like Notion where you're planning more on a, a life board because I've done life note pages in Apple Notes and I've played around with the concept in Notion and so even just that with minimal notifications things like that is kind of the way things could also be evolving towards but the calendar is always useful for year-round stuff 
and I may still continue daily planning in the calendar. So I don't know. I will definitely do a techie episode. And I'm just really putting this podcast episode out there to organize thoughts right now. And I don't have to release this one, but I could. And I think I will because the last couple of them I've kept for myself. But I feel like in this one, I've explained things a lot more clearly and I've had a lot more uninterrupted time. So I might as well just release this one. Who cares? Thank you so much for listening and joining. And if you have any insight as to the podcast itself, I appreciate those of you who asked about social media. And again, I'm definitely going to be um, reflecting on it, I think, because I want, I have gone out there a little bit on TikTok and YouTube. And I'm happy to say I've been able to do that very, very easily. Um, audio streaming, those of you who've reached out to me about that through Twitter and email, um, is definitely... I'm I'm listening. I'm just kind of really, really slow in my process right now. I'm moving like a tortoise right now because why be in a hurry for anything? I don't have to be anymore. I felt like I've had to be in a hurry all my life and I'm not anymore. And it's wonderful. It's nice. And I want that for you too. And that's why I do this podcast so you can slow down and reflect with me over your favorite conscious drink and of course I'm always learning about hot drinks and cold brew drinks and how I can make that kind of uh, with really good effects really conscious effects so I'm kind of experimenting with coffee and tea right now. I, I was experimenting a while back as I had got out of drinking with CBD and I stopped experimenting with CBD. And now I'm experimenting with coffee and tea and I'm happy about it because I did, I was experimenting this morning and I didn't like it and I was able to instantly kind of change it and it didn't, there was no crazy, you know, crash or paranoia um, that you get with like drugs and things like that. So if I'm going to do drugs, it's going to be coffee and tea. <laughs> and, uh, if there's going to be vices, it's going to be coffee and tea. So yeah, that's how it goes. But anyways, and I'm glad that I was able to do TikToks. I've gotten really positive reactions on my TikToks about, even lately and um, previously when I talked about getting out of CBD, I got more positive interactions on getting off of CBD than I did when I was trying to um, suggest CBD as an option to get out of drinking. So it's kind of funny how that works, but really do appreciate the love I'm feeling out here. I really do. And the understanding and the curiosity from you guys and the non-judgment. I mean, my God, especially when people turn on you from, you know, just having people for years and then people just turn on you and they think that things are not the way that they thought and it's a different way and there's a whole other side of the story and you're learning and you're doing and all those kind of thing. 
And then you realize that other people actually understand, like, even when you go through crises. That's huge. So thank you guys so much. It's so much gratitude for you guys. Um, Sending so much energy to each and every one of you that you will be able to figure out your own system in life. Productivity, relationships, etc. And maybe interconnect these things. That's what I'm working on. It's always a process. It's always playing. It's always experimenting. It's never a set in stone thing. And so I may even figure out Google Calendar integrations as my next kind of enhancement to it and not so much worry about other apps. But of course, Notion is always cool to write in and play around in. It's really good when you have the AI integrations and so I'm kind of maybe working on the possibility of that but I may even just add integrations into Google Calendar where things show up on the calendar automatically and I'm not inputting as much and so I'm going to do a whole techie episode on these things because I think it should be a separate episode just to organize thoughts a little better for you because I do understand that you are listening and I'm not the only one in this episode so It's just really nice to talk to you, and it's we're almost at 40 minutes. So before we get to 40 minutes, I don't want to take up any more of your time. So I really do appreciate everything um, in being here with me and joining. And hopefully you're getting an interactive experience as you're reflecting along with me and introspecting. So check out the show notes. Take care of yourself, take care of your life, take care of each other, and let's stay connected.